You're listening to Two Pauls in a Pod podcast. I'm Paul Merriman. And I'm Paul Reid. How are you, Paul? Hi, Paul. You all right? Okay, so in this episode, we are going to be discussing how you're spending your hard-earned money. What we're going to be talking about here is basically credit cards, debit cards, and cash. So let's get into it. Okay, Paul, so before we get into this today, uh, you asked me a lot of quick fire questions in the last episode to get people to know me a little bit better. Uh, I'm going to ask you uh, a few questions now. Kind of back at you the same one. No pressure. I did get a lot of feedback on mine saying they were really, really good answers <laughs> uh, and that I really opened up and it connected with people on a different level than yeah. ever before. So best of luck, buddy. Probably the way I asked them, but go on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where are you from? Where am I from? I'm from Dublin, Putmarnock in Dublin. Okay, how would you get into acting? Oh Jesus, I mean that's a long story But I did get into acting because there was people in my class Who were very quiet and I didn't realise Sarah Burke is her name And uh, then someone said she's an actor And I was like, couldn't believe it Because I was the master of the class And then she was doing an acting class And I was like, no way, what's that about? And also Gus McDonough um, got me uh, to do a monologue For an audition for a school Which I then eventually went on to do And then. got into the Gaiety School of Acting And went from there That's excellent uh, What pisses you off? these questions no, no. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, what pisses me off um, disrespect disrespect brilliant love that one okay uh, okay favourite film yeah, favourite film is hard isn't it as we were saying couldn't be hard you're an actor you yeah, clearly yeah, have it true there's loads of them the ones I always come back to are kind of classics right there there is uh, The Mission which I don't know if you know is is you know the soundtrack as a Mission Impossible no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the mission is brilliant. It has Robert De Niro and Liam Neeson and uh, Angus McNally actually is in it. Uh, older Angus McNally, and um, then there's also uh, you know One Flow to Cuckoo's Nest, but also like Step Brothers, Dumb oh, and Dumber. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. stick them on any time. Me, myself, and Irene. Aye, that's a brilliant film. You know I mean? That is really so. Really there is good. a collective, and you know Godfather, blah blah. But it, of course, they're all amazing. But okay, yeah. one you didn't ask me. What's your favorite gig you've done to date? That oh, that I've done. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to say favorite gig because there'd be loads of my fans listening, so uh, they'd be all going, "No, nah, that's my favorite one." No, my favorite. Uh, well, I did a one-man show that I created with the company, and uh, that was kind of the most satisfying because I went in and I, w I said to them on the first day, "I want to explode. I don't know how to do it. I just want to do everything that I'm capable of," which we achieved, I think, as a, as a company, which is brilliant. So that's up there. But there's plenty that have had, have made great friends on, which is a big, right. big part of it. Yeah, a big, big part of it. Yeah. Favorite. On or what you call it, on screen or person you've worked with actor actress actor sorry Aiden Turner Aiden Turner you'd have to say that I do have to say that because <laughs> he's definitely listening there you yeah. go Adam. Yeah, there's yeah. your shit okay yeah. let's move on uh, okay um, let me see your last meal you asked me this actually yeah your last meal I'm a last meal so listen I, I always wanted to keep it simple but I did I was in Budapest doing filming something a long time ago and I went to this restaurant and I had this lasagna and no joke I'm not even a foodie right <laughs> I nearly started crying <laughs> oh my god you're so dramatic oh <laughs> uh, no excuse me what's in this uh, it was off the chain and I couldn't even name the restaurant but I know exactly where to go to go for it and it was with a lovely red wine oh my and I don't eat that stuff I don't right. I like I'll be very simple in what I eat very good unbelievable favourite uh, quote favourite quote oh Jesus uh Oh my God. Oh yeah. What's the one then from uh, Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> it actually is brilliant. Um, yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today 
is the pre- I don't know you can't remember it. <laughs> it was going so well. It's not yeah, like yeah, you yeah. to forget your lines. Well, today, uh, today, uh, now is the present. That's what yeah, they call it. The gift. present, yeah, very okay, good. Yeah. Uh, celeb crush. Be careful here. You've worked with a lot of people. Celeb crush. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I always think Liv Tyler straight away, but I don't know why. Sandra Bullock. Okay. That's All day, you. every day. Today, prize I'm possession. In prize possession. Prize possession. Um, prize possession. What do I? Can I not live it out? I mean, I use my iPad quite a lot to draw and stuff like that. Prize possession. I don't really. I don't really have many kind of artifacts or things that I would consider a prize possession. They're just valuable in terms of what I use in the moment. Have you always believed in yourself? Yes, and that sounds really arrogant and I again I'm doing what you did and you're apologising for it <laughs> which I shouldn't because we should back ourselves and blah, blah, blah. but uh, yeah I have Great. and I've always known I can do it and I can, I'm can. i a very hard worker when it comes to it um, I, yeah Great Yeah, You're excellent yeah. Go out or stay in? Uh, I, I like staying in I like my own space Very good Have you ever felt at rock bottom? Yeah And how did you get back up? I rang my dad Ah Shut up. Oh. <laughs> no, I did. No, I did. I, I do remember sitting on a curb, I don't mind saying this, sitting on a, literally sitting on a curb in Balham in London. Went over to London to do a show, did a show, did a lot, did it very well, the show. Then I didn't do so well for a while, as you do in this industry, big time in a lot of industries, but this particular is up and down like a roller coaster. Sat in a curb. My dad just said, stand up and keep walking. And I was like, right. I just had to get up and keep going yeah. physically. Literally. Yeah. So I just stood up off the curb and I had 50 quid in my account. And they, of course, my parents were very lucky. They said, no, we'll stick a few quid in your account. I, I could always pay rent. I'm always quite, I'm always very aware of my rent and stuff like that. But I, I did go, I have 50 quid and that is it. How the, how did I get this low? And it was very, it was, it was very, uh, that was a moment. I remember you say you couldn't pinpoint a moment, but I do always think of that moment of yeah. being one of the many times I've been rock bottom because particularly considering this industry is up and down like that. Yeah. And with that, so oh, okay, sure. that's, that's actually really, really insightful in fairness. Yeah. There are sometimes difficult questions to ask as well and be very honest with. So, yeah. um, so I was trying to be funny as well, but I couldn't. Yeah, 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 because <laughs> yeah, you're just not funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, best gig? Best gig I've ever been to, um, Damien Dempsey. Damien Dempsey, very good. It's like... Worst, I- worst gig? Oh, I thought you were saying that's the worst gig you've no, been to. No, oh, yeah, geez, okay, no. Yeah, yeah. No, Damon Dempsey's always, no matter what, like any time I ever see we'll him. Get you back up there. Very good. Fucking hell, yeah. Everyone was, everyone spilled out onto the street in uh, the Olympia and we all just started going nuts singing the same song. Sing Love Yourself Today. It's a great message. Worst gig? Uh, I don't know. Jesus, there's plenty of them. Plenty, plenty of them. Too yeah. much to do. Uh, what's your ideal day? My ideal day is um, doing, doing this podcast. Doing this podcast, meeting you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's kind of similar to you. You had a Sunday morning type of vibe, you know. I'll do like just chilling, just being really relaxed. But I do like seeing friends, very sociable, and uh, having a pint. We're around the corner from Kells. I love sitting in the snug in Kells and having pints and just laughing. I love laughing. Yeah, and maybe people laughing and just the crack. It sounds so stupid and simple when you say it out loud, but that's what it's about. Any jokes? No, should have rehearsed. Speaking, of, speaking of laughing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm brutal. Oh, no, I do. A brain at a jump lead walk into a bar. And the barman says, "Get the fuck out! You're not allowed in here." And the brain goes, "Why?" He goes, "Well, you're about to start something, and you're out of your head." <laughs> That's the level of crap 
jokes I have. Actually, yeah. Cut that one. Okay, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah don't yeah. don't cut it. Leave that in because no. that's how we're going to wrap up the questions about Paul. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> So credit cards, Paul, um, should I have one? No. Okay, end that's the end of the podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Sound, yeah, thanks. That he was, is an expert. That was easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ask the expert, he's an expert, he said no. <laughs> uh, look, when it comes to spending money, um, you're going to have a few different options. Obviously, you can cash out a bank, you're going to look at your debit card, and a lot of people will use credit cards. Um, I didn't have a credit card for a very long period of time because I had a really bad experience with a credit card at 18. Um, oh. So I used to work with a guy, uh, if you want me to call him El Pato, uh, I always slag him on this. And uh, he got me to get an MBNA credit card. Uh, MBNA? MBNA. Well, they were a big credit card back in the day before okay. the recession. Um, the thing was, my dad is Paul as well. Yeah. So I was 18, started working, I was using my dad's credit card, or debit card, or credit card, rather, sorry. There was no debit cards back then. He had an ATM card. And you had to use a credit card. Uh, so when I was booking cinema tickets, theater tickets, anything, I used to get my dad's credit card. I used to give him the money, the cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Paris said, no, get your own credit card. Go to MBNA. Went to MBNA. I asked him for a thousand euro, a thousand pounds. And I got a five grand gold card. And I ran a muck on the five grand gold card. I 18 thought it was years a old. At 18 years of age. I think my salary was 12 grand or 15 grand, maybe or something. Um, I remember, literally, uh, a lot of it was spent on Grafton Street. Uh, on Grafton Street lights out clothes you name it I mm. just couldn't handle it <clears throat> yeah a lot of people end up in that trap of credit cards now these days you have a debit card and you have the debit card to pay for you know the cinema tickets and your flights mm-hmm. and the stuff Convenience where 20 stuff, years yeah. ago you didn't have that you needed a credit card yeah so your debit card now acts you take money directly to your account, so you do not need a credit card. Okay. So I've always had a business credit card from a business point of view. Uh, you have a business credit card for paying for subscriptions and various different things. And a business is very unlikely you'd have a debit card. Now, they are available. A lot of people have a company credit card. Um, and I didn't have a credit card for years and years and years. Now, I do have one now. Uh, I'll get into why I have one. Um, but interestingly enough, before I do that, why have you not got one? Just well, a matter of interest, I think you shouldn't have one. Same anyway, thing, I know I had one years ago, it was mainly for travel. And at the time, again, probably similar enough right. time to you, uh, it, was a t- it was a time when you just go, you need a credit card. And we, you did need to book a lot of things through with mm-hmm. your credit card. So um, I just realized I didn't have one. I, re- I finally looked at that account and went, I'm actually paying quite a lot yeah. of money on this every month. What the hell is this going out of my account? So literally, I wasn't keeping an eye on it, which is a lot of people, what a lot of people do, I think. And um, yeah, I just went into the bank and just said, listen, uh, just cancel that and what do I need to pay and l- I was lucky enough to have a job at the time where I went just pay it off right now it's done and I cut up the credit you card that up. day very good and I haven't. I didn't even notice I had it and I d- haven't even noticed that I don't have it you know what I mean like it made no difference to my life after travelling even when I was travelling it was just a safety net to kind of go do I need this credit card right. over there just in case something went wrong yeah um, but again, it was before the debit card was acting the same way. I think a lot of people think that the credit card is there for if things go wrong and they can't handle that. So I do think with a credit card, you need to be extremely well set up financially and you never want to be in a situation where you're going to be the type of person that will use the credit card for emotional spending or use the credit card when you're at a bar, locked, yeah. <laughs> uh, or book stuff that you don't really need, or yeah. go places. Um, so I think a credit card can be a very useful tool in certain circumstances, um, but only if you can put money on your credit card. So this then goes back to the point of whether I need a debit card or a credit card. Well, you're just using money from your debit card to pay. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. But from security point of view, it can be easier to secure your money on your credit card. So if you have got a credit card, um, and let's say you have an income and at the end of every month you have disposable income in your current account of two grand. 
It's not the worst idea to put two grand in your credit card and use the two grand through your credit card or in your debit card. Because from a fraud point of view, it's right. actually easier to get the payments back through the credit card facility than it is through a normal bank uh, current account. Okay. Uh, so it does make a difference from a fraud point of view that you have a little bit more security on the credit card than you do on a debit card. But do you think that's enough reason to have a credit card? Only if you are really well financially set up. Okay. Okay. So if you are really well financially set up, you have an emergency fund in place, you have deposit accounts, uh, and you have loads of other assets, yeah. Uh, then yeah, I think it's a really clever way to do it. But if you can't get the payday without being in an overdraft, or you have maybe a little bit of short-term debt, you definitely don't need a credit card, yeah. because you probably haven't got that two grand surplus income at the end of every month. Does that make sense? It does, and that that goes for a lot of people who have like um, regular jobs. Yeah. Uh, not for freelancers like myself and stuff like that. Would you absolutely say don't have one? Again, I'd probably absolutely say not to have one because. You have to try and make your income last as long as possible. Yeah. Uh, and again, if you don't get a job, uh, you know, in a time you think, or you know, you get delayed going on set for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you delay it on a monthly basis, it'd be easier to say, "Oh, you know what? I'll just use a two grand the credit card now, mm-hmm. and I'll pay it back when I start next week." So it's back to that, but you discuss briefly in the episode one. Buy now, pay later. It's you're you're using your credit card the wrong mentality then, you know. So and if you're unemployed, um, um, obviously you're saying no to all these things. I know. Saying no, I'm just, I'm just trying yeah, to actually genuine is a no. Yeah. <laughs> Look, very basic. Unless you're minted, that's when you use a credit card. And I know that sounds harsh. But you get the benefits from when it. you get the benefits, you don't need to use the credit. And it's when you don't need the people, credit. Yeah, there's plenty. Yeah, this is going to ask about the credit. So, um, and also, sorry about uh, benefits. Uh, credit score. Yeah. What's the story with that credit score? People t- seem to think you need a good credit score on your credit okay, card. Okay, so get a mortgage and do all these this things. This is an excellent point. What you're going to find in Ireland is a lot of people listen to American content. So if you listen to American content, uh, you're going to hear people saying, "Get a credit card now, put your wages on it, pay it down, mm. uh, or take credit and pay two grand credit today, and then pay it back at the end of the month out your wages and build your credit score." In Ireland, we don't have a credit score system. We do not get rewarded for paying down credit quickly. When you go for a mortgage in Ireland, you do not need to have a credit rating. Okay, that's an underlying It's an underlying thing. You do not. So everybody says, and I remember, I think in episode one as well, I mentioned also my mom bringing me to the credit union to get a loan of a grant (laughs) when I was 18. To show that you... To show I could pay credit back, which is absolute nonsense. I borrowed my own money, basically. So it's really, really important to understand we do not have a good credit score system, credit score system. So in the US, just to explain where this is coming from when you see this content online, in the US, you will be rewarded for having a good credit score. So when you go to get a mortgage, you go to get a car loan or a a college loan, whatever you're doing, you you will give a lower interest rate. So let's say the base interest rate is 10% on most cards, but much higher, but say it was 10, you might get it for seven or eight because you've got a good credit score. Okay. And I get my head around that. We don't do that in Ireland. So you don't have a benefit from doing it in Ireland. That's really, really, really important. So therefore, there is no need at all to build credit with a credit card. Now, what we do have in Ireland is bad credit scores. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you don't get rewarded, but you get absolutely penalised. So if you take a credit card, you don't pay it back in time, you miss a payment, or it's evoked, or whatever happens with your credit card, the bank will look at that, and then they won't give you a loan. Now, it's not that they charge you more interest, they just won't give you a loan. So you've taken a credit card, or a car loan, or a personal loan, and not paid it back on time, or missed a payment on it, you now have bad credit rating mm-hmm. and they won't give you a loan. Right. And we see there's people coming for mortgage all the time where they had a credit card before they went to Australia or they had a credit card years ago, they never paid it back, they went, ah, whatever, and it's still in their credit right now, their central credit register. Yeah. For any of the things you have a problem here, go to the central credit register.ie ASAP, put your all your addresses into your right in, your date of birth, and they'll send you out your credit report. Uh, and if you have an issue there, you're going to have a really bad time trying to get a mortgage. That just made me very nervous for no reason. Like, yeah. I, 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 but I will look at that. But I, I yeah, just... everyone should possibly look at it. I'd encourage anybody to do it before. 
before they go for a uh, mortgage. Does that last forever? Does that folly around for the rest really of Really good questions. This is a little bit technical. So um, technically speaking, it lasts for five years when you clear the issue. So let's say you had a credit card. I'm going to use example. Someone went to Australia in 2020. Yeah. Uh, and 19, they had a credit card of a grand or 500 quid. Let me give them what I say. It's 500 quid. They went to Australia, forgot about it, came home, lived in an address and just forgot about that 500 quid. Mm. That 500 quid is going to be on the central credit registrar as unpaid credit card debt and you're not going to get a mortgage, more or less. Jeez. Now, if you repair it today, you go back to, let's say it was A or B, you go back to A or B today, paying the 500 quid and the interest and penalties and all the crack it is, some banks will look at you in two years' time, but the majority of banks like AIB, PTSB, uh, Bank of Ireland, the major Irish banks, will want to see five years clear from the date you got that. So we've had couples from the in date you've cleared, cleared it. it. Yeah, not not so back not, not back to twenty nineteen. Yeah, right. So back to today when you clear it today. So wow. the clock starts ticking for five years today, and that's wow. really important. So we've had couples in for mortgages. Everything's fine, salary savings, everything's grand. You have any issues? No, not us. Go for the mortgage, get the central credit report back from the underwriters. No, yeah, not a hope they have a credit card outstanding or they never paid something or it could be a car loan or it could be anything by the way but just because we're talking about credit cards mm-hmm. so I think it's not worth the risk of taking the credit card on for this nonsense of American content in case you don't repay it or you make a mistake Yeah, and we come across people nearly on a weekly basis that have made that mistake so that's why I think they're so toxic that we don't have enough financial literacy in order to run credit cards yeah. and we don't know how to use them that you're better off not having them and you don't need them because you have a debit card so you're only using them probably as an overdraft facility so if you need debt on a weekly basis or monthly basis on a short-term basis, maybe over six months because... What, sorry, what do you mean if you need debt? So if you need debt, so let's say for argument's sake you're getting paid into your salary three grand a month, okay? Yeah. And you think you might need four grand a month for the next three or four months. That money's coming your way and you want to buy something or you just you, you need debt. Yeah. Uh, you could get an overdraft facility because the overdraft facility, you go to the bank and ask them for an overdraft mm-hmm. and that means instead of getting to zero every month, you can go to minus 1,000 euro. Yeah. Now yeah. it still costs, it's expensive, but you usually put an overdraft in place for six months or three months or one month okay okay so let's say you get paid three thousand euro every month and you want a thousand euro overdraft at the end of this month you go into your overdraft means you spend four grand your three yeah. grand wages and your one grand extra in your overdraft and next month you're starting off minus a thousand euro yeah so when your next three grand comes in you've now only got two grand to pay yeah yeah to spend because you've yeah. got two grand left so that's really good way to structure if you need something because you're already overdraft in one month or three months where the yes. credit card can live a lifetime and you can just keep going back into it and back into it and back into it. And will that so, be recorded? Uh, will, the will overdraft they, is okay. The overdraft's yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a, once you pay it back. Sorry, exactly. once you don't, yeah, yeah, once you pay it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's okay. So it's a quick way of getting debt off a bank without using a credit card and being able to pay it back quickly. So it's kind of a very short-term solution if you need it, something like that. I think it's a good idea rather than, rather than a credit card. Hopefully you'd have an emergency fund or some other cash in the deposit account or savings account. Yeah. But you've done those things and you need debt you know, probably the overdraft is the easier way to do it uh, over a set period of time. So it could be three months, six year, six months, a year, whatever you want the overdraft facility for. Okay. Uh, now it is expensive. Like I said, it is expensive too on overdraft. But uh, I think that's important. So managing the credit card, right? So yes. this, is, this is the thing where I, again, you know, I left the go for years and yeah. I was kind of going, all right. But then when I went to in, in and do it, it was pretty straightforward and how to can, cancel it for first Oh yeah, you can cancel very easily. But to manage it like, um, you know, so you're paying off the credit card. Yep. How would you structure that? How, how do you go about doing that? Really, really, really good. So I'm actually going to give you an example of how not to do it and how to do it together. Okay. Yeah. So going to give, so credit card uh, interest rates go from 13.8% and they go up to 26%. So depending on the card. Okay. So 
rule number one, you don't have to go to your own bank. So if you're going to need a credit card or you feel you want a credit card for whatever reason, go to the ccpc.ie, so it's the Consumer Protection uh, site, and it's developed by uh, the government, by the central bank. It has all the information about everything, every financial product you could possibly want to know there. But go to the credit card section and find out who the cheapest credit card is. Okay, so I won't give what the one today is because it might be cheaper at the time recording this episode, mm-hmm. but yeah, it goes yeah, yeah. out when someone's listening to it. So go to CCPC and get the cheapest credit card and apply to that bank. So if you bank with Bank of Ireland, they mightn't have the cheapest credit card today. So don't just go on your Bank of Ireland app and take their credit card. I think that's what a lot of people think. They have to exactly, use it from yeah. their bank. And it could have. be 20%, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. where you could get it for 13%. Yeah. So automatically, a massive difference in savings. Wow. And let's look at if you get into credit card debt or if you have credit card debt today. So let's say you have five grand credit card debt. The credit card company will always give you the option to pay the minimal premium. This is where loads of people make a mistake. Yeah. So the minimal premium is usually a percentage depending on the card you're using. So let's say if it was as low as 100 quid on today's credit card. Let's say I had five grand debt with ABC Bank and they're allowing my minimum payment to be 100 quid. So right? you're paying 100 quid a month, a month. on your And that's card. just to keep the credit that's card the company happy. That's the yeah. interest, the minimal payment they want. Yeah. The problem with that minimal payment, that minimal payment is not going to cover the interest on the card. Okay, mm. so to keep the figures very, very simple, let's say it's a five grand credit card and let's say it's 20% interest. Okay, if it's 20% interest, it's a grand. Okay, so it's five grand outstanding, 20% a year is 1,000 euro. So if you don't pay them back, your 5,000 becomes six and that's 20% on the 6,000. So it compounds up the wrong way for you. Okay, so very, very simply, if your minimal payment it was 100 euro in this case and it wasn't covering the minimal interest, you're kind of snowballing your rent, your your kind of your mm. your interest up. So in this case, if you're paying a hundred quid in the minimum basis every month and you never use your credit card again, so you just had a five grand balance, it's gonna take you over twelve years to clear your 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 credit card. Twelve years. Yeah. Now for everyone, just simple math here, right? Let's just use simple math. We okay. owe the bank five grand. We're paying a hundred quid a month. A hundred quid a month is twelve hundred quid a year. Over twelve years is fourteen thousand four hundred. Okay. Thank you. Deep breath End in. Of episode, Everybody, do not get a credit card. <laughs> so yeah. it's going to cost you four, four. It's going to cost you nearly set, what nine grand to clear that credit card. You're going to pay the bank the five grand back you owed them, and you're going to pay them nine thousand or whatever else back of an envelope calculation nine and a half, nine six, whatever it is back. That's why credit cards are absolutely brutal. Okay, and plus that's going to be on your credit rate, and that credit card is going to sit there. And it might be a bad thing if you're paying the minimal interest. It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's a bad thing for you back your back pocket. Yeah, of course. But you know, you're not, but as if you miss one, is where the problem is. Now, if you move that credit card, and there's loads. So again, go to ccpc.ie if you listen to this episode. And all you have to do is go to all the. There's going to be loads of selection credit cards. Click on them all, and then find the one that's zero percent interest. Now, I'm going to show it to me because they're usually zero percent interest on post January. Nearly yeah, all yeah. times during the year will have a 0% interest credit card. Now, on post, go to a really expensive credit card after 12 months, okay? So what you want to do is use them. So you want to get your balance with, say, it's ABC Bank is five grand. You want to get your balance from ABC and you want to transfer that balance to on post. So you open up an on post credit card and they'll allow you to transfer the balance, mm-hmm. okay? So your five grand goes from ABC to on post. They're charging you 0% interest for 12 months. So every time you make a payment, it goes off the five grand. Yeah. Because no interest. Yeah. What you need to do is use them and abuse them. So pay down your five grand over the 12 months. Sorry, so, sorry. Say it again. Pay the... Pay the five grand down yeah. over the 12 months when it's interest free. Yeah. Okay. So you want to be paying 400 and something a month to clear the five grand down over 12 months. Yeah. If you can afford it. Not many people can. Of course. But this is where it becomes very important to have your financial education. We spoke with this in, in episode one. You need to then put all your your eggs in one basket here and not be putting money into pensions and not putting money into investment accounts and not putting money into savings accounts. Every penny you earn that you don't need, 
goes off clearing the credit card over the year because hmm. that means it costs you zero interest and at the end of year one you now have no credit card and you've saved yourself that nine grand in interest versus doing that as a hundred quid a month for 12 years wow okay so what happens if you have some of that debt let o- left over at the end of the year if you can't afford to pay yeah okay good question because in fairness and maybe some people might struggle to pay 400 quid a month or think they can pay 400 quid a month over 12 months so they might have two grand left at the end they can transfer that two grand to another zero percent interest uh, but it's very important you look at it because that on postcard for example will probably go up towards 20 odd or higher than 20 percent you're probably going to be after a year well you could end up moving from an 18 percent credit card to a zero percent credit card for 12 months then going back up to 22 so you could end up worse off in 12 months and that two grand of debt so yeah you should look at moving it again in 12 months time to another provider maybe but also this is where financial literacy comes into play in that you need to use everything you possibly can to clear that four grand, five grand. That needs to be your main financial priority this year then. If you're waking up and you have this issue in January 2023, it needs to be, right, my financial plan this year is to clear my credit card. So don't be putting 200 quid off the credit card and 200 quid still into savings in the credit union. Or don't be putting 200 quid into an investment account or 200 quid into your company yeah. pension plan. Stop all clear that and focus first. on your card because it's going to turn to 20% eventually or you've got it from 20 to 0%. So take advantage of that over the 12 months. Okay. And that's where very simple, basic financial planning comes in. Like, you're just, oh, I'm going to take that and I'm going to clear that first. It's going to take me 12 months, but I'm going to put everything else on hold, end up in a really good situation next year. And you feel like it. You feel great as well. But by the way, same for 500 quid as it is for I was going to say, how, what's grand, the lowest you can, yeah. So you could be two or 300 quid in a credit card. Now, fairness, if you're two or 300 quid in a credit card and you can't clear it, you know, you've got a, a, probably a bigger financial a issue. bigger issue. Yeah, you've got, yeah, got obviously loads of things going on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you want to be but trying to clear it. what is the lowest so, that you can get on a, on, um, a credit card? It, like, it, it's, like it's minimal. Like a credit card, you can spend 100 quid, you can spend 50 quid in the credit card. Yeah. So the balance would, like usually a bank will issue a credit card, we probably think it's 250 or 500 quid minimal. Um, a balance or a credit available on it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you could use it like that. Okay. So, so like I said, it doesn't make a difference what the balance is. So whether it's 500 quid, five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand. Uh, obviously the bigger the amount, the more urgency there is because <laughs> the more interest you're paying the bank. Uh, but that's how credit cards work. Uh, so the credit card companies are there even with these 0% interest offers. Uh, again, not keep going back to episode one, we spoke about this with the buy now, pay later. The banks aren't saying, hey, we are brilliant. We are going to pay 0% interest to you for the first 12 months because we think you're great. They know you're not going to clear it in 12 months. You're going to end up paying them 20% after 12 months. So it's like a really bad, mar- like it's really bad for you. You think, yay. Obviously, you rip this card up. When this card comes in the post, you rip it up ASAP. You don't use it. So yeah. again, I mentioned kind of a use and abuse here. So use the lending facility, that 0%, to clear down your debt as soon as possible is what you're going to do. And you're going to be one of the clever ones to rip the card up and not revert to using that credit card ever again because um, you're going to be done it. Uh, so when it comes to using money, we're talking about credit cards, obviously, which is great. Um, shouldn't have them. But I will give an example of why I use one. Well, I was going to say, why do you have one? Yeah. So I have one in relation to the security piece. So I want to put money on the credit card every month. Um, and I, I sound very arrogant. I did say, everyone, don't use them unless you're minted. Not that I'm minted. But well, I, no, I feel, well, hold on. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. Like, I, I hope you're okay with your money because you're an expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm, so, I'm, I'm financially sound. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's what I mean. Like, we were talking about that whole thing of going, you're not allowed to talk about money or you have yeah, to. Yeah, well, let's not. Yeah, that's again, that begrudgery. Yeah, yeah, that mentality again. Yeah, which is an issue. But yeah, no. So we are well set up. So 
I use the credit card. We put money on it every month, and I tend to try and use our money through our credit card. So there's two reasons for this. Uh, number one, we use it on a monthly basis. We put our cash on the credit card, and uh, you know we spend it, and we don't go into the credit card facility that we have. Uh, it's secure, uh, so I know if I'm paying or I'm paying someone over the phone or I'm in a restaurant and someone scams the card, it's easier easier for me to protect my cash on a credit card and a debit card. Okay, mm-hmm. but I 100 wouldn't go into the cash part and have enough of my savings, have enough of my current accounts that I know I never have to actually go into the credit part. Okay, but then number two, I have what's called the Aer Lingus Bank of Ireland credit card. Yeah. This is a really good credit card. Now, guys, I, I never put this out on, on Instagram before. I need the Ask Paul content because it's short term content, so it's very hard to give all the warnings. I think sometimes on Instagram, it's very easy to take snippets of what people say. Uh, where hopefully on the gospel, podcast, yeah. people are going to be listening to the whole episode so you understand the context of what I'm about to say. Yeah, so I can't say this enough. Do not do this if you cannot manage your credit card. <laughs> yeah. So don't be thinking, this is great, I'm going to do what Paul did, uh, but I'm crap at money, okay? Yeah. So you need to be good at money. So why we use the Aer Lingus credit card Bank of Ireland is that I think the credit card, I think it might be 150 quid, might be a little more expensive now a year, so they charge 150 quid for it. You get free uh, fast track through Dublin Airport, mm-hmm. you get free lounge access through Aer Lingus, and you get a couple of free flights a year. So yeah. my 150 quid that it costs me gives me buckets of value. Yeah. So I go through fast track, take out my Aer Lingus credit card, I don't have to pay for fast track, and if I'm on Aer Lingus, I go priority boarding, and then I use my Avios points as well with Aer Lingus, yeah. which I can build up and I can spend on flights, or I can spend on flight uh, for food on the flights, or drinking the or whatever I'm using it for uh, and I travel quite a lot of work and we also travel quite a lot personally as well um, so it makes sense for me to have that credit card yeah you're getting an advantage from the but benefits I'm only paying 150 quid for all that buckets of stuff and I'm never using the credit on that credit card yeah. now I think the credit limit is 10 grand or something so yeah. but I don't ever use it yeah. so I always put my money on it so every month I'll transfer money onto the account and I'll use that. So we'll use it when she goes for shops or do whatever we're buying. Uh, if we're going booking flights, we use it. We're getting our Avios points. And then I also get to use it when we're going through the airport or when I'm using it for uh, the airport lounge. So the airport lounge, I think, with Aer Lingus, I don't know, it's 20 quid, 25 quid or something for the two, it be 40 quid. Yeah, we travel five or six times. Oh, sorry, I have to travel twice a year. Uh, and I made my money on that 150 quid. Does that make sense? That Absolutely. it cost me on the credit card. The credit card also has stamp duty as well. So just roll it all in to say that credit card cost me 200 quid a year. And I reckon with the amount of flight I do and traveling I do, I probably, and the free flights, that 200 quid, I probably get at least 1,500 quid to two grand free stuff for that 200 quid. So it's very worth my while doing it. Yeah. But like I said, I've never discussed this before on any of the Ask Paul content over the last six years because I know on Instagram, somebody's going to take a little snippet to say, Paul used the Aer the, the, the Lingus credit card yeah. and it's great. <laughs> and so it's sudden, not an ad for Aer Lingus. It's not an ad for Aer Lingus, but also it's uh, 100% me saying, don't do this unless you can use it the way I use it. Yeah. So if you haven't got enough money to put on the credit card and use for yourself to get all the points and all that kind of stuff that comes with the obvious points, uh, don't do it. Yeah. But uh, there's some really cool stuff on the obvious points where if you go up, it starts at silver, goes to platinum, you can I'm get free. i silver myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. In fairness. It is. Uh, and you get free, you know, business class flights over with New York if you're going so there's loads of advantages to it uh, really genuinely there is no, yeah, but you need to be using the right way so obviously Paul the banks aren't a big fan of this kind of advice banks aren't a fan of me full stop no that's fair <laughs> enough but they're doing alright they'll be alright yeah, they'll be okay yeah. be yeah. I'm not a big fan of the banks I suppose yeah as well yeah that's fair enough Yeah. no they don't want they, look what I'm saying here about how to use your credit card the bank doesn't want people doing that because the bank is enticing people in this is what I mentioned earlier on about the 0% credit card as well or the, the transfer to 0% the bank 
isn't putting the Aer Lingus there to entice people like me. Mm. They're using it to entice people that will go, oh, this is great. I'm going to go for the Bank of Ireland credit card because I can use my Aer Lingus flights and I'm going to run up 10 grand worth of debt and pay them thousands of interest mm-hmm. over the lifetime. That's what they're there for. Yeah. So I mentioned uh, like use and abuse the banks. Like use and abuse these situations. If you can, if you have the financial savvy and you have the financial cash to be able to do it, then they do it. Um, but like I said, I just really want to put it out there and I can't stress this enough. I know probably nine people at this stage. But don't do this if you don't know how to use a credit card. Or don't yeah. do this if you are using a credit card for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Only do this if you have that couple of grand, three, four grand, whatever amount you have in a month at the end of the month and you're spending it, spend it on your credit card. And that, on your own money, not on, on the bank's money. credit. Yes, yeah? exactly. So treat your credit card like your debit card. Yeah, there That's you go. That's basically what we're trying to do here. Which is what I have and what most people have is a debit card. Yeah. Um, I also have a Revolut. And, Great. Um, I feel like I'm giving out my back. I, I like even talking about my What's Revolut. What's your PIN number? Yeah, I know. This is the thing, yeah. Four, 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 four. Um, but I do feel... Someone's like, calling the side for that. I know, yeah. yeah. Shit. Um, so if you listen to the next 28 episodes, Paul's going to give loads of hints on his PIN number. Yeah. The clue in each episode and they yeah. get free cash <laughs> that I don't have. So, um, but that brings me on to tapping and using your credit... Sorry, using your debit card yeah. and having it online and not having cash in your pocket. Now, we were talking earlier about, just off, off air, we were talking, off air, are we live? I don't know. <laughs> uh, we were talking earlier about, um, you know, shops now, a new rule coming in. If a shop doesn't accept cash, yes. is that allowed? No, it's and not. So the banks well. are going to be banned. Yeah, Everyone's going to be banned from saying they have, they only take debit cards. Or they only, sorry, or they, only ta- they only take um, tap and payments. Yeah, so that they uh, don't take cash. They don't take cash, are you? And um, so cash. that's the same, is that, is that the same with, with It'd be taxis? Same with everybody. Well? You have to be able to offer the facility to take cash. It's going to be illegal not to say to somebody, we don't take cash. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. There's loads of reasons why that's weird. So we've gone through a massive change through COVID-19 where people have really moved towards online payments. You can pay with your phone. Yeah. You can pay with your watch. Uh, you know, you can tap your card. I don't even tap anymore. I don't even have a wallet. I just use my uh, phone. Yeah, same. For I my, use my watch yeah. now. Yeah, are you watching? you know, I think is cool doing it in front of people. I think, yeah. I'm real advanced here, but I'm actually just still spending my same money. <laughs> still doing it. Like, it's just... It's yeah, you look, you look like an air doing it. It's grand. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, so it comes to the debit cards. The debit card facility is really cool in that it should eliminate the need for the credit card. Uh, and you can tap and you can pay for stuff online the way you couldn't do, couldn't do 15, 20 years ago. So yeah. it's been great for people. However, I think that people again, don't know how to set their accounts up correctly to manage how they spend their money on debit card. I'm going to run you through what I think you should do. Okay? And we say this to all clients and it's something we do on a general basis. You should only leave your discretionary spend in your tap account. Your discretionary spend. So, let's use an example. Let's say you're taking home two and a half grand a month uh, or a couple taking four or five, whatever your figures. Let's just say it's three grand a month to keep the figures the same. You're taking three grand a month home and your outgoings are, you know, 2,200 between your rent, your mortgage, your creches, whatever, between two, whatever the figures Mm. are. And you've got 800 quid left over. Out of 800 quid, your discretionary spend is going to be 400 euros. You know you can spend 100 quid a week on a couple of points, cinema, whatever you're doing with your Mm. money. That's all you should use your tapping for. You should not be tapping from the same account you're paying your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Yeah. Why would you risk overspending? So it's just about putting boundaries up. So what I would do 
is I would transfer X so amount. Everyone in the seat is smiling, <laughs> but it's a kind of like, oh, Jesus, smile. Yeah. And I mentioned this earlier on as well. It's logical. It's actually personal finance is not that complicated. Just everybody makes a meal out. Mm. It's actually quite commonsensical. Which so, I think, again, from uh, episode one, is a fear based thing of like, oh, we don't really talk about it too much. Yeah. We don't uh, address it enough with ourselves. Yeah, with ourselves. And it's yeah. a scary thing and head in the yeah. sand stuff. But, you know. So, how do you go about doing that? So, use your debit card. So, what, what we do, and I know yourself and wife Sarah in this example, uh, and when we try and I tell loads of clients to do this as well is set up that you have your main working account so your working account is where your wages whether it's one wage or two wages go in and you need to find out what your cost is on a monthly basis so what does it cost you to live what it costs you to live is your rent your mortgage your bills your food your light your heat everything mm. so if that adds up to three grand you need to get three grand into that account every single month Yeah, and you don't have a debit card for that account because that's where your bills get paid from and then you have a debit card for your second account, which is kind of your spend account. Mm-hmm. So once you've covered your basic costs of your three grand a month, let's say you had four grand coming in as a couple, your three grand stays there and your grand then goes into your spend account. That can be 500 quid into each account if you're a couple or if you're single, put a grand into your own account. That can be Revolut or it can be a second account. So we use Bank of Ireland as our main account. We both have Revolut accounts as well. And then I mentioned Ron, we have our credit card. So we'd put our discretionary spend onto our credit card. I'm getting complicated probably. No, no, no. So sorry, very, very just, simple. Yeah. Just use your discretionary spend for your 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 your, your tapping account if you like or your account that you're going so to spend. So say, just to give a different scenario there, if you're freelance like me, yeah. uh, if you're freelance and um, you, like you get money sporadically pretty yeah. much in, into your account. Um, do you, how would you do that? It's just literally about managing the accounts, particularly online with Well, I suppose if you're freelance, you need to be really careful about yeah. managing your money because it's not a monthly basis. You could be getting paid today and you might have to last you six months yeah, exactly. or three months. So but the same thing. You just need to know what your running cost is on a monthly basis. Regardless mm-hmm. of whether you're freelance and are getting paid once a year, once a week, once a month, you need to know how much it costs you on a monthly basis to live, to put a roof over your head, feed yourself and keep yourself warm. And especially so you've, if you have kids. giving yourself pocket money from the money Yeah, so you basically you say, we well, again, back, so if you're freelancer, you know that, right, I rent and we rent in whatever, London or New mm-hmm. York or wherever you're going to be is, just, just again, keep the figure simple, a thousand a month. Yeah. Uh, you know, you need to have, you know, if you're not getting paid for six months and you've just got 20 grand off a job, well, you know to keep six grand in that account to pay your rent. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't link ever a debit card to that or I would never link a, a tapping payment to that. I say that's my six grand and I want also to be able to eat and eat out so I know it cost me two grand a month mm-hmm. so if I get 20 grand over the next six months I'm putting 12 grand aside and now I've got eight grand to blow I want to blow all that tomorrow I blow it all tomorrow I want to be smart and blow it over a six month period I'm in good shape yeah. and it's literally that simple where I think what I'm trying to get across here is that people get these debit cards or tapping cards debit cards with tapping facilities or the Revolut or whatever it is um, and they just use it with their main account, which is such a shame because that's where people get into overspending and they tap too much. Hmm. Uh, the other thing to say is clearly never use that account when you're going out on the beer. Like, I don't know many people What, the make, tap account or... Yeah, the... yeah, any account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cash. Look, you just don't make the best decisions when you're in a nightclub at four yeah. o'clock in the morning absolutely locked. Yeah. Uh, so you're probably, like, you no, know, people aren't checking their balance when they're going to order, order five Jaeger bombs from them and their mates. Let's and be no honest. one asks for the price anymore. No, no they don't. Waits no, for, just no one even gives you yeah, a price. Just, just taps a machine. Just gives you the machine. Yeah, what? just taps yeah. a machine. Absolutely pissed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't do that. So usually if you're going out, what I always recommend is taking cash out of the bank and saying, if you're on a budget. So just to say everything I'm saying in these episodes will vary. Some people won't be on a budget and they have enough money to go and tap. Knock yourself out. I'm not here to tell you to stop eating avocado and toast or not have midnight's out or not mm. buy a coffee. Mm. But if you're on a budget... Avocado and toast gets a bad rep. It does get a bad rep. It. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but you're a rich actor. That's true. <laughs> Rich uh, in culture. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is. It, it, it's 
just to be careful financial planner shouldn't be there to tell you how to spend your money it should be encouraged to spend your money and should be setting up boundaries with your money that's all a financial planner should be doing and using the clever stuff like maybe the credit card or the debit card or a second account shouldn't be telling you you shouldn't be spending money on coffee now honestly if you're trying to buy a house and you want to buy a house this time next year and you haven't got a deposit yeah probably going out and buying a coffee every day is a bit thick you mm-hmm. know, because you probably need more money like quicker you have a target to get to yeah. so put yourself on a money diet don't let me tell you to do that that's logical I mean yeah. that's not rocket science um, but sorry a little bit off point I do think it's important you set your accounts up the right way uh, I think it's important to use a debit card and I do think you should take cash out if you're going out for drinks or you're going out with friends you should be taking cash out uh, or else if you don't feel comfortable taking cash out this is where I do think Revolut has got the market you should be putting your discretionary account into something like a Revolut account uh-huh. or an N26. Now, I use both N26, which is a German bank, very similar to Revolut. It's really cool. Uh, and it's German bonded by their government, their kind of bank, rather than uh, where Revolut are. Uh-huh. Uh, no, Revolut are regulated as Central Bank here now as well, so they're fine. Revolut but is regulated. Revolut, is it? yeah, is reg- it is regulated. It's a fully fledged bank now, uh-huh. which is great. Um, but right, whether it's Revolut, N26, or a second account, transfer your 300 quid or 400 quid a month whatever it is your discretionary spend in there or if you're going out for a night leave your bank of Ireland debit card behind you and transfer 300 quid or 200 quid or 100 quid whatever you can afford a night to your Revolut account and just use that in your night out and it's that simple because yeah. when you can't spend anymore when there's a lot more money in it yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. and you stop so it's about just putting those boundaries in place if you find this is not for everybody if you find that you have an issue when you're kind of overspending going out on nights out or we get this with people coming in for mortgages and we ask people to print off their last six months mortgage statements and they're always shocked at the size of the statements. They're printing off 10, 15, 20 pages for six months yeah. and it's all three euros, two euros, one euros, 20 yeah. quid, 50 quid. Going, tap, tap, I don't tap, remember tap. any of this. I don't yeah. remember going there. I don't remember going there. I don't remember spending this. I don't remember spending that. What? I went in there and spent 30 quid. I went in for a pint of milk. Went in the spa, came mm. out with 30 quid lighter. Or went into... Because uh, you're discretionary spending because you mm. can't see it. Where if you have 20 quid in your wallet and you go in to pick a pint of milk up and you go to the till and someone says 20 quid and you give them 20 quid and you open your wallet and it's the last 20 quid you have mm-hmm. you know didn't really come in here for that <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah where you're yeah. tapping you can't see it you physically see it um, look yeah. I, went to, I went to Little recently I came out with uh, um, a surfer suit whatever I didn't even know what you call it <laughs> it's a wetsuit <laughs> it's wetsuit so I was like oh, that's a great that's so cheap I got that wetsuit I, I honestly went in for a salad no job <laughs> everybody has that experience though yeah, with I didn't yeah, come out wearing it but yeah. I came out <laughs> No, that's true though. It's a middle aisle. Don't go near here's, middle aisle. You're going for soup milk. for Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's there's Paul in character again. Uh, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. going for a movie as a uh, surfer dude. Yeah, in my head. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, that's the thing though. You're going in, it's great to just have 20 quid in your pocket if you're going in it for is, to spend yeah. that. Or else it goes or, back to that, the, the the thing about the second account, Paul, yes. and having your discretionary spend, you started in this, is that you know you can spend 400 quid a month or 500 quid a month or 200 quid a month, yeah. whatever it is. Just don't be linking your mortgage or your rent account to a situation where you're in a bar and you can overspend. Mm-hmm. I just think that's madness. So just about putting boundaries up for yourself when it comes to your money and your finance setting yourself a little structure a little scaffold around what you can spend and just on a technical side um, to put that structure up like would you because the apps are obviously kind of they're pretty simple to use now yeah, for us but the, but the other people will be looking at the app and be confused and be a bit uh, intimidated by yep. them so is it would you ring your bank about that as well and go listen I need to set up a, a set up a meeting in your bank or if you have time to go into them or yeah you could do I think the banks are quite good I mean, if you go into a bank there's they have a lot of bank staff on the floor not behind the tills anymore but a lot of bank yeah. staff floating around trying to encourage you to use all the different machines so you could easily show them what your app is and get them to help you set up your app and do things if, you, if you're not that way inclined you're not yeah, technically cool. inclined for anyone that's not there but I think they are very easy to use these days and download um, you know and there's loads of plenty of videos online which I've there's plenty of videos in online in terms of literally how to yeah, use the app there is yeah. there is uh, but I think that's it and then once you look at look at credit cards and debit cards we're back to the old fashioned cash nothing wrong with cash 
you know, Cash except from king. a security point of view. But Cash is king. Um, and I've said this time and time before, whereas radio interviews stuff have been doing in the past, that, you know, Cash is still very much there. And there's nothing wrong with going to the ATM machine and taking out cash and trying to make that cash last a week or two. And I'm a firm believer if somebody cannot budget or cannot do financial planning for themselves or never has any money and all these things you hear some people say, they need to literally go to a cash system where they go to the ATM at the beginning of the week, take 100 quid out and that's all they have for the week. That's and a really it, severe case, but it's a severe case where somebody's trying to get out of massive debt or trying to get somewhere really, really quickly financially, like say for a deposit or doing something, where they abandon all debit cards, all credit cards, and only have 100 quid a week. Or they go in the beginning of the month, take a 400 quid and put 100 quid into four envelopes or five envelopes, depending on how many weeks are in the month, yeah. and they use that. And that's it. And that's all they have. And, and that's just, sometimes a good... Actually, I think it's a good thing for everyone to do at some stage. Same here, yeah. I was going to say, it's the physical physicalization of cash is, is, what, is, is uh, what we're losing now, I think, where I feel it. That if you give a 20 quid and you spend a five, you get 15 back, you can literally see yeah. you do not have 20 quid anymore, you have 15. Yeah. And when you're tapping away, you're just going, yeah, well, I have 399. I don't even know. And then <laughs> you just keep going and that's where all yeah. the little accounts come and it builds up. It is. And it's so easy. And it's always the fault. Uh, and it's always to make a mistake. I think what we're trying to get out of this episode like I said get the scaffold around you get the system in place and you know we're trying to make this as practical as possible for people and if you're listening today and you can't you don't really feel comfortable using debit cards or you don't really know how to spend your money or you don't know where your budgeting is going just take a little bit of a step back set up the second account maybe there's Revolut N26 or second bank transfer your discretionary spend there if you're really struggling with that just go to the bank take 100 quid out get rid of your debit card and just have an ATM card and that's it and just pay with cash and buy stuff in cash so I think that's a really really easy structure around mm. how you should be able to manage your money better for yourself uh, and I think that no matter what your income is or where you are financially in life that you could possibly do it doing that once a year, no harm whatsoever. Yeah. Just putting yourself on a kind of back into reality of, well, I'm not going to use my debit card for the month um, or I'm not going to you know, use credit cards and I'm only going to use cash and I'm going to try and live on 100 quid or 200 quid or 150, whatever it is in yeah. your head and see how you get on. I might just bring you back to reality and keep that relationship well, with your money. It's a great image that you say to zoom out of yourself. Like, you know, take that helicopter, big, view. helicopter view of everything you're doing and just going, actually, the, and it, the way you describe it is, is kind of really logical as you say, but it's all also kind of not as scary as yeah. people would perceive it in their heads because they're so muddled up in all the little spendings of everything yeah that's what I've just learned <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're here yeah yeah that's great yeah I'll send nice. you the invoice for this episode yeah thanks Paul <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Two Pauls on the Pod podcast. If you've liked what you've heard today, please don't forget to subscribe to more episodes. We'd love to hear from our listeners. So if you have any financial questions or if you have feedback from the show, just go to askpaul.ie or check out Paul's Instagram account on Ask Paul. <laughs>